0: Hi, my name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design and this is the 2.4 million dollar podcast, that's hard to say, 2.4 million dollar podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you left me good ratings on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it. All right, I am back with episode 51. Um, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, for uh, my daughter's uh, dance teacher, um, he was sick, so we didn't have any uh, hip-hop classes uh, this whole week. So I didn't stay in the car to record that, so I'm doing it saturday afternoon yep so um title if you haven't seen it already is narcissistic cannibal now <laughs> that's a cool ass title um it is a corn song from their um what fucking album is this it's, i think it's off of the narcissistic cannibal album that's a that's an album i think right yeah i think that's right let me see the discography um oh the path of totality from 2011 yeah so that's the album and their first single off of that album was um narcissistic cannibal now it is not their regular style um oh wow they got quite a few albums here yeah so um i like corn from their first two albums that's corn the self-titled album and life is peachy most of the stuff after that, I'm okay with, but I really like Life Is Peachy and Corn. Those two albums were from, uh, were produced by Ross Robinson, one of my favorite music producers, um, because he's done so much for not just for new metal, but um, he's he's really good with bringing out really raw sounds from the band. Like uh, Machine Head has worked with Ross Robinson. Um, Oh, I forgot. Anyways, yeah. So, oh yeah. Did you know that Vanilla Ice, actually, you know, from Ice Ice Baby, actually make a made a heavy metal album, and it was actually produced by Ross Robinson. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like the guy. But, so that's why um these two albums. Oh, and Deftones. Deftones was also Ross Robinson in their first album. I think no, that was Terry Date. Sorry, sorry. I'm just talking too much. Um. So, yeah. Although I like only the first two albums the most, ah, the first two albums the most, not only, but um, there are some good albums here and there, and they've kept on coming out with new music for a while, they've evolved their music quite a bit, some of them actually have like dubstep mixed with it, and Narcissistic Cannibal is one of those songs, Um, go look it up, it's a good song, like I said, um, I do like some of their, not, a lot of their new stuff as well, it's just that, Album-wise, the first two albums are, I think, the best, and I like those the most. But it features Skrillex, when Skrillex was, like, dominating the charts and putting brostep step uh, into the world music stage. And uh, Kill the Noise. I think Kill the Noise is another uh, um, dubstep, aren't they? I don't know. I don't exactly know Kill the Noise, unfortunately. Sorry, Kill the Noise. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the song is about something. I don't, I, I'm looking at the lyrics and I don't actually get it so much, but it doesn't matter because what we're going to talk about today is how if you are a narcissistic cannibal, you, I think will never do well in the world of design. Uh, Oh, all right. in the creative industry, All right? So because I just wanted to include myself in it because I'm not um, I'm not a graphic designer by trade or you know, by uh, strict uh, categorizations. I do like, I do try to do design stuff, but you know, if someone had to ask me, if someone asked me what my job in the creative industry is, I would say more so in the web developer. And maybe secondary web designer, but graphic designer, full-on graphic designer, not necessarily. So, yeah, um, just trying to put myself in there as well. Uh, so, yeah, in the creative industry, if you are narcissistic, narcissistic cannibal, you are not going to go very far. And this is, and I think pretty much everyone who's worked in the professional world, um, on a you know professional agency corporate level would agree with me on this and i've seen a lot of people not think so well not a lot of people act like this um and one of the reasons is because they have either no self-awareness or not remember how they used to be or third um just dickheads but um yeah third Uh, not ever actually worked on a professional level. Now, just because you're getting paid for it doesn't actually necessarily mean totally professional, you know? So it is technically the right term, but I mean like um, in an agency level where you work with others and you have to collaborate with others and you have a structure where you need to be a part of the the, the team and stuff, right? So the reason why I keep saying that um, is because if you are an egotistical, narcissistic dickhead, and the reason why cannibal, I think, works well as well in this case is because cannibals eat others. So basically, if you're an egotistical dickhead or a narcissistic cannibal, um, it doesn't go very far. Now, not just because people don't like working with you, which is also true. And um, if if people don't like working with you, you know, you're gonna lose jobs. And I've seen that happen quite a few times. Um, and I think I'm I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened to me as well. So yeah. Cause, <laughs> Cause it took it took me quite a few years, quite a few jobs to understand how how open or how accepting of the client's ideas or other people's methods and all that kind of stuff. Not that you have to always stick to that and do it even though it's stupid but even though some things might be stupid that is not all of them uh but just being open and accepting of lots of different kinds of methods and styles and approaches um while um having a having enough integrity to be able to deliver what you are there to do does that make sense yeah so for example. This, I see this happen so many times with graphic designers and because I've worked with so many graphic designers now, after a few conversations and after hanging out with them, I sort of know whether their um, approach or the way that they're doing what they're doing is sustainable or not. Um, sometimes they find a way to keep, advancing their career without or just you know just quitting whenever they're challenged and then just be like ah fuck those guys you know that happens sometimes and they they won't go very far in the end because nobody wants to work with them um also like being stubborn you know um like all right so and also if you're usually really green um unexperienced inexperienced and you really don't know how, what is important in the industry, yet yeah, a lot of people forget uh, or don't realize that that's important. Because the main thing that I've found working in the creative industry, like I started freelance, I started doing it alone and for my own websites and then making websites that other people would also enjoy Using and then getting paid to do it because they liked it. So started doing that So I started alone. I started working in an agency way later in my career. So um, well An agency with structure is way later in my career. Uh, So anyways um, One thing that I've noticed that I've realized through that whole time of whatever experience I've had um I think a really really important thing is to be able to accept, understand and be open to criticism. And if you're a, <laughs> keep saying title because I got to hook it in with the title, if you're a narcissistic cannibal, that doesn't happen. And it is such a career breaker if you are a dickhead. I mean, if you're a dickhead, it, it's a career breaker for most everyone in almost every field. But if you are, especially if you are a junior designer, junior developer, uh, whatever, something in, in some uh, level where you're starting off even more so. Um, but if you can't take criticism, you can get the fuck out. Seriously. Because it just does not work. And I've worked with people who are like that and it is so frustrating and it wastes everyone's time and money to do to just let that person exist just talking to that person is stressful because they don't fucking listen especially especially if someone is telling you with hard fucking facts about why this is not good or why they want it that way you know it just, they just don't fucking listen. And then they they just do whatever they're doing and they just don't know what they're doing at all either. Like for example, uh, may ask someone to make a website. Can you make this website? You give them a proof, all right, here you go. Give it out. try, give it a try. They do, they put in the right colors, they put in the right text, they put in the right images, but none of the spacing, none of the sizes, the layouts are correct. It's just in the right order, but that's about it. And you tell them like, oh, look at this. So you can't do that. And this, see, you see the, you see the spacing here? Yeah, that should match this. And they're like, oh, why? You know, if you, kept, if you keep getting that when you're giving them legit criticism about, or not, not even criticism, points where they should improve so they can actually do their fucking job, then we're going to have a problem. And that those people, not not all of them, but like I'm talking about some people that I've experienced and this you know, if this happens then it's it applies, right? So sometimes they actually go they actually are so confident that they just know they they think they know how it's supposed to be done. When all they're saying if you know more, you can just hear the bullshit. Like Oh, so many, so much stupid stuff. All right. So, for example, um, there's another guy. Well, at least I'm telling you the gender of the guy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to name any uh, designs, websites, or products uh, by their name. Uh. So technically, this is supposed to be like hypothetical, but it's not. It's actually real, dickheads that exist. Um. So. <laughs> so. Um, this dickhead, this dumbass motherfucker who really thinks he's, like, the world's most badass WordPress developer. Like, he's so good with, like, ten years under his belt. Can't even fucking get a menu to center in a header. And and it, I checked the code, and it was done because when you, when you go into the header, or when you go into the menu, you have, like, a lot of different um, HTML elements that are... Uh, nested in each other right so you have like the header and then you have a another div that goes under that like the wrapper and then you have the container and then you have a column and then you have another div that nests the menu and then in there there's the unordered list and then there's a list item right and then underneath that there's another a which is the uh, link to the next page right so they're like f- at least five six Nested elements, nest levels that you go into to get into the level, at least the UL, right? This motherfucker was just like, he didn't know that some parts were not blocks, some parts were not inline blocks, some parts were just inline, and just it was all a mess. So he just couldn't get anything to work. So he added padding on this level, and then margins on that level, negative margins on the next level, and then another padding on the other level, and then put a center on this level, and then put up another padding on the next level, and then negative margin on the next. Stuff like that. And then I tell them, well, you got to take this and, this and this and this and this and this out, just put a display flex on this div, and then center it. Just... Wouldn't fucking listen. Would keep on asking, like, "What do you mean? I, it's all right. I just gotta make it move just this much. No, no, it's gonna break when you just move, change the br. Uh, when you when you resize the browser, it's gonna break. Don't do that. Take out all that stuff and just do it in one fell swoop, like this. Like he couldn't. He couldn't get it. So he just kept on getting angry and kept on saying that he knows what he's doing, and. All he needs is do this. Just tell him how to do this. Like, if you're fucking asking me and I'm giving you this fucking advice, don't say that you know what you're doing. You know? And it's also fucking wrong. Like, what kind of fucking shit mess is that? You know? So, he still... I see him posting and stuff and talking and, like, on his website and stuff. He's very, very confident. He's, like... He thinks he's, like, the best badass guy who can come up with all the answers can't even fucking center a menu you know so and he does not fucking listen to anyone there's i've seen comments from him where he just would not listen it's got so many toxic comments it's just ridiculous that's just one kind of guy like these kind of people are everywhere and i'm not just saying let's just damn them all which i which i would like to but what I'm saying is if you feel that you are a little bit defensive or resistant to criticism, which whatever kind of criticism it is, then you are not going down the right path. It's gonna it's gonna go badly in the end. Every senior level designer, except for a few, not every, I guess. Not every, but every senior level, no, nah, not every. All right, let me say this. Every senior level designer that I've worked with who is successful at what they do have always been very open to new ideas, to critique, to requests, and have always been very personable and friendly. That is way more than I can say about myself. And I respect them so much for that. Like, I have a handful of designer friends that I think are just really, really great people. And maybe they're not when they're talking about other stuff. I don't know. But whenever it is about work, they're so good. And the way that they even talk, when I see them talking to clients, I'm always in awe. Like, oh, how, how do you come up with that kind of stuff? You know, like, that's why I'm not, the person to well I try not to be the person who talks directly to clients like I can sort of do it myself but I don't prefer it because I'm just not like I don't know as you know corporate friendly I I don't think I don't know I I do do my yeah of course I do stuff but I I just don't like it um but when I see them I mean I'm pretty sure that they're putting on an act as well but they're so good and with criticisms, like if someone asks them, like, "What about this?" and if it's such a fucking stupid idea, the way that they, the way that they take it, and then the, the way that they get the client to actually come along for the ride, and then, you know, come to a good conclusion that everybody can be happy with, they're so good. Whenever I talk to them, they so like when we talk together, we complain, but when when I see them talking to others, they're so good. And when I ask for any changes or um, I've, I ask questions on why something is a certain way, they're very patient with me. Like the senior level, de- now not all, so I keep saying senior level designers who are good. The reason why I say that is because junior level designers still have a long ways to go and I don't, I don't think that they've had the experience to go to be as awesome. If they are, that's great, um, but... If you get to a certain level of design experience and, um, you know, like high profile work under your belt, then I think that like being at a creative director level, not all of them have to be creative directors. But, you know, like at least someone who can direct others, you know, have junior artworks or artworking or junior designers, you know, who can do your stuff and you can just direct your team and stuff you know so people like that at that level um who can be a creative director um who have gone far who have done really good work there's a lot of senior level direct uh designers who have not because they're dick faces um fuck faces dickheads assholes fucking narcissistic cannibals but fuck faces there's a lot of people like that as well you know, there's a lot of piece of shit, low-life, dumbass motherfuckers who just, you know, I think, also... And they, they they, do go far, but they don't go... They could have gone way far further. They could have done way better if they were not such a dick. And I'm surprised that they've even been around that long, you know? So those people um, or junior level who are just egotistical... Yeah, they, they, it doesn't work. So this is a really short, I don't, I can't talk very many specifics because I don't want to expose too much about other people with, you know, other people's not even just, if, even if it's, even if I'm not talking about just names, but just if it's specific enough, I mean, this is public, this, this podcast is technically public. So if anybody were to check and they knew anything about me, they would be like, Hey, are you talking about me? I don't know you know, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, so I'm just taking out a lot of specifics here, but um, that's, I guess that's the whole point of this episode, is to understand, it's a little short episode, I guess, um, it's a, oh, I should have started with talking about my Instagram, oh, well, all right, well, if you go to Instagram, look up almost inevitable, um, there I am. You'll recognize the logo. Please give me a follow because I post CSS tips and jokes. Okay, I should start. I should start with that. Anyways, um. Yeah, I think being able to take criticism, and it took me a lot of patience to learn that that is important, and now I think it is a very very important virtue to have, as someone. Who at least has some say in opinion or some uh, uh skill level or position where um their actions matter, um, then being able to take criticism and being able to collaborate uh and not be a dickhead is very important. And it's not it's not just the creative industry. I mean, you know that, right? But still, um yeah you like if you think you your design looks good and you're just like so proud and steadfast about how you're not going to compromise on your design and then someone else gets the same brief and comes up with a fucking kick-ass design that puts yours to shame maybe you'll shut the fuck up i don't know but it's there's no and there's never like a there's never a one good answer there's never one good answer but there is a wrong answer you know so there can be mul- multiple good answers and you might if you if it's good you might be one of the good good answers um, but there are other good answers so just stop being a dickhead you know uh, stop being a narcissistic cannibal where you actually have to um, put down other people to put yourself up to prop yourself up you might not be listening to anybody you think you are the best fuck off you're not okay um and i'm not either nobody is so just keep that in mind and just be a little bit more humble and be a little bit more open to other people's um stuff and try to find good compromises and i think that will help uh anybody in the creative industry and not in any industry i guess to go a lot further so um yeah i One of the reasons why I picked this topic and picked that song was because I was thinking, I haven't done corn, you know? I haven't done any corn songs. And then I was looking through the corn um, list of songs, and I saw that. I was like, oh, I've recently had very fun experiences with a few narcissists. So I'm going to talk about that. So that's what this is about. All right? Okay. Uh, Well, there we go. We're we're creeping up on 25 minutes, so I think I'm going to sign off on this one. I've been very busy. I haven't slept properly in a quite a long time. So uh yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Um so have a have a great weekend and uh, I'll see you in the next episode, all right? Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.